sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. What's going on, good buddy? Oh, nothing too much. Uh, pretty gloomy day here in Edmonton. We're getting a lot of rain. Nice. Well, I mean, that's not so bad, right? No, it's just I had some pretty big plans today, and this rain is really kind of, it's, I guess you could say it's put a damper on it. <laughs> yes, one would say that. <laughs> but it's not bad. It's NFL Sunday, the first of many. Like, I know you're not a big like NFL guy, but fuck, week one, like you can tell. Like, I'm already wearing my Bears gear. I'm ready for tonight's game. I'm fucking stoked. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm even in I a... scheduled... Oh, sorry, sorry. Continue, continue. Uh, I'm in a survival pool again. And I'm not sure if you know how these works, but you got to pick a winner every week. And the moment you, that team... And you can't pick them again during the season. Right. So the last time I did this was like six, seven years ago. I did it with some guys that were involved in hockey with my dad and the bears were playing the Buffalo bills when the Buffalo bills were fucking dog shit. And then, so me and like, I don't know, like 40 other people all pick the fucking bears week one. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah. Easy money. No problem. Sure thing. And then the fucking bills upset the bears. And I'm just for fuck's sake, I'm never doing this again. And uh, a buddy of mine's like, I got some friends in the States, hundred bucks. You get into the survivor pool and like, fuck a hundred bucks. All right. Winner. If you win the whole fucking thing, you get like $130,000. That's pretty decent. That's pretty decent. I don't yeah. know how you get it. Cause they're in the States. So I have to like, somehow there's going to be some questionable things afoot, but whatever. Yeah. PayPal, something like that could work. Yeah. Out, I'm sure. But, um, but yeah, like winner gets one hundred thirty thousand dollars American. Wow. So that's like, pretty damn good. Fuck. So I'm like, all right. So I go week one. Uh, I look at all the schedules and I see Buccaneers versus Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's take the box week one. You know, Super Bowl champions and watching the game, and it gets to like a minute thirty four. They're neck and neck the whole fucking game, and then Dallas kicks a field goal to make it. 29 28 i'm going fuck <laughs> it's happening again but they gave tom brady enough time to get the ball march it downfield and you know what you never bet against brady i'm never doing like i'm never gonna dump the bastard again they end up getting in field goal range to win 31 29 so tommy's alive going into week two baby can't nice, pick the bucks sweet. again but fuck i've like the level of relief of like, all right, I get to live and fight another day. Here we go. Yeah, it's nice to make it through the rounds. I never did uh, get that link from you for the hockey pool. Uh, it's going to be coming soon. It's okay. happening. I figured uh, it's out. Yeah, it's uh, once it gets closer to the season, my buddy has Sweet. all your info and you can enter it. So like Where you're you're in. It's just. Is there uh, John wants in too? I don't know if you're interested in having him, Uncle John. Although, yeah, I'll, I'll text my buddy. Okay, I, honestly, honestly, he wants more than Marion. So he asked me to mention it. So, and plus, we get some American blood in it then, right? Yeah. I mean, this soon, like now we're going to be a multinational hockey pool, which I think is hilarious. So, I told you about the bed recently, how we uh, 
you know, bought a king size bed and we're so fucking excited about it. Yes. So we get a phone call uh, at the end of the week saying that the bed is no longer going to be delivered this week or next week. It will be delivered sometime around the middle of October. Yeah. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, I get it. Works, it I know, but I, I get the delays and I get that shit, but it's like when you're looking forward to a king size bed and you're living in a queen size bed world and then they take it away from you until I was like fucking damaged. It was like, I was shot. I was yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I just want my goddamn bed. It was annoying. So then we had to go like, we went to a different store and then they were talking to us about like the, Oh, it's just a whole fucking drama where we're like, we just, we just want our fucking bed. We just want our bed. <laughs> Please give us the bed, please. So how? So it's like what mid October now that you're gonna have to wait for it. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at like basically an extra month and a bit added to our wait time. It's a fucking nightmare, man. It's a fucking nightmare. I hate it when shit like that happens. Like you're so excited about something and you're still as excited about it, yeah. but you just have to wait longer. And you're just like, why isn't it here now? I want it now. Yeah, exactly. I don't like that kind of thing. I don't like jerk around. It's like when you were 18 waiting for your pot dealer because, you know, you shouldn't do drugs if you're under 18. And they're like, yeah, man, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Two hours and 45 minutes later, you're like, where in the fuck are you? You know what? I never had that problem, man. I had the best, like, weed dealer when I was younger. Uh, like, I called him Evan Green. All I knew is his name was Evan, but I didn't know yeah. his last name, so I called him Evan Green because that works. Yeah, that's what he was distributing. And he, like, if you were in like just a certain radius of where I lived, he would drive to you. And if you bought like a three and a half, you gave you a little coupon and then you'd have a drawing every month. And whoever won the, the drawing got a free three and a half. It was like the greatest business model ever. He was so That's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like his like customer service was unbelievable. Like he would always be around within like 15 minutes. He was like, here's my hours of operation. Text me anytime between these hours. <laughs> and we're good. And then at one point, like he gave you like everyone like little cards or like, hey guys, I'm going oh. back to school. So like I can't distribute like around these times. But here are some uh, here are the windows where I'm free. You know, just call or text whenever and I'll come to you. And I'm just like, fucking like that was worth having him. <laughs> it's funny when you meet the entrepreneurs like that who really had their shit together. Yeah. You know, that whether they were selling weed or something else, they were just ready. And then yeah. you meet the other guys like I had a guy I used to see for quite a few years and he lived in this big apartment building, but he had a problem with too much foot traffic coming through his place. So he wanted to like have you park in the parking lot downstairs in a huge fucking apartment building. So you'd park downstairs, you call him be like, Hey buddy, I'm here. And he's like, okay. So he knew you were coming because you'd already called him prior to this or text mm -hmm. him. So you'd show up at the apartment and be like, okay, I'll be down right away. Fucking sitting there. Five minutes goes by. 10 minutes goes by 15 and like parking downtown isn't like the easiest thing so when you're sitting in your car like people think that you're going to leave your spot so they'll like pull up beside you and you're like for fuck's sakes where the hell is this guy so you're waiting there's times where that motherfucker would make me wait like 45 minutes at the fuck in this fucking strange parking lot downtown not the greatest neighborhood and he'd come down fucking shittered stumbling like sorry about that i'm having drinks i had to finish my beer and i'm just like Give me my weed bag, you piece of shit, and get the fuck out of my vehicle. <laughs> yeah. That and it's like funny. the worst thing to you. Like, you're trying to score something for your buddy, and you're like, yeah, no, I can hook you up. Like, yeah, call him. He's like, yeah, man, come on the back. And you're like doing it with a friend. So then they're like, 
this is fucking bullshit. Is this how you live your life? Are you always waiting on it? And I'm like, this is just how this fucking guy operates. You just have to fucking wait forever. Like things have changed a lot now. People, people are will never forget. understand. No, like, the, oh, the they just won't. Tribulations like, of we were at their mercy. Like you see a cop drive by when you're waiting to do a drug deal. You're like, oh, fuck me. Is this the time? Is this the time I go to jail for wanting to relax? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Love just like the, like the way, People are like soon you're gonna be able to buy weed at like 7 Eleven. Like it's gonna yeah. be like it's coming. Oh yeah, it's pretty close, pretty close to being there. You know what pisses me off though is a lot of the people that opened up the pot stores mm. are the same people who, when it was illegal, were like, fucking hate drugs. I hate drugs. These fucking drug addicts belong in jail. And then they're like, oh shit, I can make money off of it. Oh, okay, yeah, fuck. Let's open up 10 stores, 20 stores, 30 stores. And you're like, man, fuck you. You used yeah. to like persecute these fucking people and now you're making money off them. It's just sick the way the world works sometimes in that way. Yeah. Um, actually, so Allison was in town this weekend and I saw her uh, yesterday. We went for drinks and she's telling me that her fiance is working on this thing of trying to get legislation to create like a microbrewery, but for marijuana dispensary. Interesting. So, if you, so if you're like just this little grow up and you want to sell this stuff, because right now I think it's like you can grow it, but you can't sell it. Yeah, I think so. Something, something like that. And like you that. can only have a certain amount in your possession, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. So now they're trying to like go like, well, you know, with the taxes and all this, you can be making this kind of money, government, if, you know, yeah. you let us like micro, like whatever the micro. It's brilliant. They yeah. should do that because yeah. like imagine walking through your neighborhood and being like yeah that guy he grows like a wicked sativa and like the grow-ups and the geniuses the inventions that come out when these things happen it's like mm -hmm. like a beer you know people yeah. are like that's the best fucking beer i've had in my life well that's the you best imagine like strolling through life. a farmer's market oh dude and then being like oh you, you, is this like homegrown organic marijuana and just yeah <laughs> is this hydroponics did you what kind of stuff did you use on this exactly yeah, yeah it'd be fun yeah, I it's think, weird like, being a dork like about that kind of thing. I was talking about this with a guy recently, and he said to me, "He's like, do you remember when drug dealers used to lick the sandwich bag?" And you're like, "Did you just lick my fucking bag of weed?" Because like you know the roll up ones that didn't have the ziploc at the top, yeah. So they'd roll up your like quarter or eighth in the bottom of it, yeah. and then lick it to yeah. seal it like a joint, and yeah. then hand it to you. And you're like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" <laughs> they don't do that in the stores nowadays, which is. Probably disappointing probably a good thing <laughs> yeah no so, no but we're well like it's a much like safer way of just like well i guess i'll just walk to the corner store pick up an eighth and carry on with my dad <laughs> oh you know, pretty then, much but like uh like you treat it like grocery shopping now all right well i gotta stop at the liquor store because i'm gonna want to have a glass of wine and you know what well, maybe i'll want to hit the peace pipe a little bit later yeah hit so. some pre-rolls maybe some eddies yeah. Yeah, um, it's just it's really funny how things like it like the turnaround of having like like what you have to do to get marijuana is so fucking different now. It's such a short time period too, where it just switched overnight. It was just crazy, like you said. Uh, it'll be at the farmers market before we know it. Yeah, like I like you remember like the shady people that you had to go see to get weed. Uh huh. And then no like, shortage of them either. Oh, and then like they wanted to hang out afterwards. Like John <laughs> Mulaney had this whole bit about like how this was the weirdest thing because you because they had an illegal product that you wanted. Yeah. And then, so you kind of like were nice to this person because of this, but yeah. really you didn't want to fucking hang out with them ever. It's like imagine this: imagine ordering Chinese food. 
you wouldn't like let the Chinese food delivery guy hang out after and you wouldn't <laughs> let him look you wouldn't look the other way when he said weird things to the women you were with and you yeah. certainly wouldn't let him have any of the Chinese food <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a very valid point another thing kids just won't understand they just yeah. won't understand what the fuck we're talking about it's funny uh, yeah so I, like like I'm like I'm kind of upset that like it was like these small business like it really was like it's just like a way for certain people to like make some extra cash and like it was yeah. never like and now like the government's involved so now it's like a big business and it is yeah it was just there was something never... nice to be said about like because pot you know doesn't kill people it doesn't hurt people you know usually don't kill over it so it was nice to have something for like the mid mid-range shady people to make money still where they're too shady to have a regular job but they're not shady enough to sell like hard drugs and shit they're like in the medium shade range now the medium shade range is like you either got to become less shady or you have to go more shady and so they've been put in a tough position those people too and you know who knows where the fuck they're at in life now i'm glad because i don't have to see them anymore but (laughs) in some certain cases you got to be real slim shady Yes, I like how you just threw that in there just because you wanted to say it. I'll give you props for it. Thank you. I wanted I to like add it in, but I don't want to interrupt you. So I was just waiting for my moment. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> so about farmer's markets, we uh, found out last night that there was a farmer's market on. So we like packed everyone in the car, got all dressed up, went ready to go, pull up to where the farmer's market is and discover that it was actually the night before. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, Crystal arranged this whole evening, so I put blame on her for that, but it was funny. So we pull into the parking lot and we're like, maybe it's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's around the corner. Maybe it's on the other side of that building. We kind of did the circle in the parking lot and she's yeah. like... You ever go to the old Strathcona one on Saturdays? I've been. It's been a little while, but I've been, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, I do like... There's a whole bunch of wicked ones in the city and I try to like go in the summer to check them out while I can, but it's hard. Yeah. Like there's so much shit going on with camping and yeah. but I always got to make it to a few. There's one on like Thursday evenings and like 124th street near downtown. Like there's a good one there. Like I, my ex used to like volunteer at it. So I used to like pop in from time to time just to see what was going on and sweet like, try whatever like food truck or like, Oh, we were just selling our wares or you want some beef jerky or yeah, you just check it out and see what's up. There's a decent one uh, that is an indoor one that opened up in Edmonton, like kind of in the Strathcona area. Mm-hmm. And we went to check it out one day, like we was well just before Jean was going into treatment for cancer. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to like take her out for a nice day kind of thing. And so we went to that indoor farmer's market and it was actually like pretty fucking sweet. All indoors. There's like one side was all confection. The other side was all uh, vendors. It was a pretty good, uh, good day for sure. Nice, man. Yeah, the, um, the farmers markets are fucking tight. I love them, to be honest. Like they're one of my favorite. Like I like to go like one like fancy meal and just be like, I'm gonna get all the ingredients from like a farmers market and just like whip something together. It makes me feel like I'm uh, John Favreau in the movie Chef. Like I just feel <laughs> like a badass. <laughs> I kind of do the same thing. I'll like find one thing there, like whether it's a meat or a vegetable that looks like really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to use my time here to build the rest of my meal around this thing that I bought. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> Which is fucking yeah. yeah. Awesome to do that, right? Yeah. But no, exactly. it was 
funny like we got all excited and went and we didn't get to go to the farmer's market but we did go to west edmonton mall which was kind of fun just went and got a quick bite to eat in the food court and bounced the hell out of there which food court yeah there's like 19 of them phase three i think it was i don't really know crystal yeah. takes us there because she worked in the mall when she was a teenager yeah so she knows it like the back of her hand i'm i've been there like 150 times at least in my life and i have no fucking idea where or you can get lost there the... you can like, yeah you, like i need like certain landmarks like like i always like to park near the movie theater because i always know how to find the movie theater yeah but, that's nice like, but like if i'm perusing the store like i'm like oh, i gotta do some shopping but i don't know what i like need if i'm actually like doing those like i gotta look around a little bit holy fuck is it a nightmare to get go around <laughs> there's a I, there's a new store that opened and it's like an antique store yeah becks or something like that and i i just noticed it as we were walking by you know the movie big zoltar mm-hmm. the like machine yeah the fortune telling machine he has one and it's sitting outside the store which caught my eye right away i was of like oh, fuck. and i ran up to it and it did its thing and then i was like what is the store so i like walk in and i'm like the first section is like a hundred Christmas houses, which me and Crystal, we haven't had a Christmas episode yet. So we haven't talked about that, but I yeah. fucking love Christmas and we collect the Christmas houses and make a big village. Yeah. So I'm like, holy fuck, this is awesome. I turn the next corner. There's pictures of dogs playing pool and cards on the wall, like art pictures. And I'm like, I fucking collect those too. Oh my God. And then I turn the next corner and it was just like everything that I love in one store. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to fucking call the guy and be like, can I work for you? Even if it's just an hour a week, if it's like, just let me be in your store to learn more things about the things I love, like coins. And he had fucking everything, everything Sean loves. I was like, really do that. Just call him up. Be like, listen, I will spend money there. That's for sure. But oh, yeah, 100 percent. But also, like, (laughs) I just want to be around the stuff and I kind of want first dibs on things Um, for sure. Can I just like I'll just do three hours a week, whatever you need. Like maybe if I have to do like a minimum of 10, but I want to come in on a part time basis. Yeah just please and thanks i'm doing it because i fucking love that kind of stuff and this in particular was just like the way his store was set up and everything about it i was like i want to work for you sir (laughs) please and thank you yeah i don't know it's fun like you know i've talked about a little bit i buy and sell shit like and enjoy antiques and like that's my favorite pastime almost is just finding shiny cool things and being like my precious i don't sell i just keep but once yeah. in a while, like I'll let go of something that isn't because you can't take shit to the grave with you. You know what I mean? So when I let go of something and I'm giving it to the next person who's going to love the shit out of it, I'm like, that's sweet. I get to do that. Yeah. And plus, so. you're like a big garage sale kind of guy. So even if you got your hands on something, you can probably mm-hmm. like flip it really good, too. Well, yeah. And it's like there's I know what I like about when it comes to collectibles and antiques. But if you only deal in what you like you're probably not going to make a lot of money. So like learning the other stuff that was in the store that I don't know anything about would be an asset too, you know? Yeah. That'd be, yeah. It'd be a fun thing for you. If I I could like call him up and just just walk in and be like, my name is Sean sides and I want to work here. For sure. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like I'm shy. If he's like, I could get you on the floor doing sales. I'm like, perfect. Let's do it. I love this stuff and I will sell it for you because I love it. Yeah maybe i'll just send him like a copy of this podcast and he can hear me talking about it passionately I'm like please let me work for you please listen here mr <laughs> antique shop man mr yeah. bex i want to work for you yeah i don't exactly. know why you're a little german boy in this scenario but i don't know it turned that way things turn quickly sometimes in life and you just gotta roll with it 
Please, Mr. Bax, I want to work for you. I want to sell you your, your wares and your antiques. Please and thank you. I used to think I did a like a decent German accent. It turns out I just do one of the three little pigs from Shrek. It's not even good. It's like I, I have a really good German accent because I worked with Germans for a little while. Yeah. But it it digs I can't even do it like on the spot. I need to be thinking in Gerhard's language in my head to be able to speak it. He was my boss for a while. Yeah. And he just it was funny as shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. I can't do it right now, but yeah, he's yeah, so, I have it down. So yeah, no, I it was like just pretending to be German, and then all of a sudden I'm like, is this just it? And then I just do the line from Shrek, any hoft, any poft, any sign an eviction notice. <laughs> and then like, yeah, I'm just doing the three little pegs from Shrek. Yeah. I like it when you're sitting around and people that are cultured or a little bit more cultured than you are talking. And they're like, yeah, I know some German. I can speak like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I know some German. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I know a couple words. And they're like, what do you know? And I'm like, kindergarten. <laughs> das my Otto. favorite. What's that? <laughs> das Otto. Yeah, exactly. Wunderbar. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much it's what I pull out every time. It's yeah. my like little reel. I'm like, fuck yeah, I got to say kindergarten. Because mm-hmm. it's fun to say that. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, I'm a little bit bummed that Arnold never pronounced kindergarten as in kindergarten. In yeah, no shit. What a missed cop. opportunity that was. Yeah, it's not a Duma. <laughs> Do you ever have something that like changes in your life and you have a really, really fucking hard time adapting to it because humans are creatures of habit and you just can't fucking adjust to life anymore i had something like this happen to me recently i'll talk to you about that but you do you know what i'm saying like do yeah, you I, i'm pretty good at acclimatizing like put yeah. me put me in the deep end of any scenario and i will find my way out so like no okay <laughs> but, but go on i have a fucking hard time dude we in edmonton now have rolled out a new garbage system Okay. Where you have to separate your recycling, your garbage, your like uh, fucking biodegradable shit in a different container. So now we have three containers. We always recycled, yeah. but not like crazy like the way it is now. So yeah, I like we keep our garbage. We have like a chute that was built into our like house. So you pull down the fucking chute, you throw your garbage in. There's a can under there, right? So I am having the hardest fucking time in the world not just throwing everything down that hole anymore like yeah. corn on the cob we had for dinner and i finished up like fucking dump my plate in the garbage go to rinse it off because like do you just dump your fucking corn cob in the recycling like fuck i did oh man so then i gotta go take fucking corn out like at coffee grinds yeah. i ruined that whole fucking bag of recycling because i just tossed the coffee fucking grinds in there in yeah. the morning and, and then and like, like they won't take it either eh? no like, no fuck, if, if they if they see that you fucked up they're like uh-uh yeah, and if we have like more infractions, then you can get like fine and shit too at some point, yeah. I believe. And so that, I, 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 I had to deal with that in my first like like the first place I lived in Vancouver, and it was just like <sighs> I have to put what where now? Like like this is garbage. No, okay, this is biodegradable. Right, let's put it in this and like like what is that? The biodegradable. It's, 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 the there's a special word for it. What's it called? Or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, compose like the, compost yeah. that's what it is and yeah, then compost. like yeah. it's always disgusting like it's, oh yeah you think i want that like a little fucking bag of shit stored in my house no i get it like i am an environmentalist i didn't drive till i was 36 you know what i mean oh but yeah yeah that was the this, reason exactly but this is <laughs> like and i like i support the idea of doing it all it's just a huge adjustment adjustment period yeah and i'm fucking sick of sean because he can't fucking get it together. <laughs> he can't deal with it. <laughs> it's so hard. 
<laughs> it's just stupid, right? Like your mind just goes there. You're not thinking when you're in the kitchen cooking. Like yeah. I just zone out and I'm doing my thing. So I'll open the garbage chute, like chop, 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 toss, toss, toss. And I'm like, fuck, I have to go walk of shame, go down the fucking three steps, clean it up. Yeah. So you're going to have a little, like compost bucket you're going to keep under the sink so you can just toss it like at the end. Yeah, we have that now too. Yeah. yeah, We're working it out, but it's just a big change in my life and I have a hard time fucking adapting to that kind of like I can adapt to any situation like you were saying, but finite details of how you live your life. It's hard weird to new change. rules. Yeah. Yeah. New rules. Exactly. It's, it's tricky to understand sometimes. Yeah, I get that. That's uh, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. I have a good shock and damage story for you too. Me and Crystal were going to bed the other night and we're I locked up and head downstairs and all of a sudden I heard this like 200 pound brick of hamburger fucking slam on the floor. That's what I liken it to. It was extremely loud. I was like, what the fuck? I, I thought a truck hit our house, like drove off the fucking street and hit our house go running up fucking stairs john fell down the stairs he fell down three stairs <laughs> at the top of the yeah he man he ate shit so fucking hard he, like the sound of human flesh no no they're still here okay. they're going in a week but anyways yeah he fucking the sound of a human when they hit a like a wood floor and you're oh. dr- directly underneath that wood floor it was, it was fucking loud i was like oh my god are you okay cuz we got another <laughs> email from from john a he answered my when i invited myself to boston <laughs> to do uh, the oh, nice. <laughs> yeah i'll pull that up real quick but uh yeah oh tom and sean oh he finally included you so you got that joke um that would be awesome if tom was able to come down to boston we'd love to have him stay with us mikasa is sukasa the chip is waiting cheers uncle john so nice. you know what if like once i get my my life a little bit figured out yeah i'll make a trip to boston uh it's just i don't know every week i'm either back in vancouver or maybe like one of the transfers i put in are gonna happen or something so like now i'm just like huh can we go now? Like I'm playing like a bad version of Double Dutch, where I'm never allowed to like have my turn. <laughs> but yeah, that's annoying. Are you good at Double Dutch? Is that your thing? Not at all. Not yeah, at just all. curious. You went right to that, right to that reference. Not to yeah. hockey, not to anything else. The Double Dutch. So I was like, I need to ask this mother. It's the only thing. Like you gotta like you gotta you watch the rope. Okay, I gotta time this just right. And in <laughs> one, two. Uh, okay no i missed my turn hold on uh <laughs> you're a montreal fan so you don't get the perfect timing i i watch Connor mcdavid i get to see that shit all the time yeah you're right he he had great timing in the playoffs oh <laughs> <laughs> trying to give me shit and then i just went oh here yeah. you go sean it was a good it was a good shit hand i was yeah. like damn at yeah. the same time i'm used to it being an Oilers fan, I yeah. can take shit better than most. Yes. <laughs> when's our year? What's that? Sorry. Like when's it our year? Yeah. Next year. It's always next year. Like this season come up. It's next year. I'm fucking yeah. excited. Yeah. Great possibilities. Well, yeah. Especially now they're gonna you in the hockey pool. I think that would be good fun. Yeah, I'm excited about that for sure. And uh, no, I'm sure Uncle John will be allowed to join in. It's like 50 bucks, and we're trying to. I don't know. We're trying to make it a big pot and good group of guys. So, yeah. yeah, the bigger the better, right? Yeah. So, fuck, why not? Indeed. Yeah. How to, yeah, we'll talk. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Again, like the season doesn't start to like what the first week of October, so it'll yeah. be like a few days before that. It's fucking crazy. Like preseason starting in like less than a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, like, like the turnaround up. on the weird season, it was gonna it was gonna be quick, right? Yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited, man. It's yeah. gonna be good shit. Then we're gonna see the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, new teams coming in, new blood. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Well, hockey's always a good time. So you sent me a link for the Matrix trailer, and I watched it, and it was fucking badass dude it's the movie i didn't know i fucking needed and wanted like i'm so i know right yeah oh dude like i don't even know where to begin like obviously they played white rabbit during the trailer and the rabbit connection to the first matrix and everything i was like i'm so excited to feed my hair i'm Mm -hmm. going to feed my hair what are you saying what does that mean feed my hair and the song Grace like it's like feed your hair. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. like I thought there was, there was like a matrix reference. reference that I'm missing for some reason. And I just like oh, <laughs> hair is a rabbit, so they're no, no, saying like I, feed your rabbits. Like yeah. rabbit. and it was just the way they ran the way they ran the trailer, they were screaming feed my hair for like at the end of it when it was all intense, and I was like, I'm gonna feed my hair. Yeah. Maybe it was just a Sean joke that he got and no one else did. That's fine. Yeah, it's fair. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i'm just so at the end of was a matrix re, re what was the third third one? i don't remember the name of it but it was yeah yeah but like didn't so keanu reeves died no honestly i don't recall i yeah. know it's been a long ass time since i watched two and three yeah it it like i like i, I can't watch the first one without watching um all of them like i love the first one yeah there was a long i think it was major revolutions how old were you when that shit came out like were you a teenager uh no (laughs) so the first matrix came out in 1999 so i was nine okay and then 2003 we got matrix reloaded and revolutions and i was 13 or turning 13 and I was not technically old enough to go to the theater to see it. Nice. That's like, funny. I, I was wondering that because I was older, obviously. And I watched like there was a big it felt like a big gap between the first Matrix. And then they were like, shit, let's make another one a couple years later. I was kind of like. The first one was such a good standalone movie and yeah. it was it didn't do any justice. The second and then the third like great action scenes and but like the ideology in the first one was what made it such a huge success yeah the other two just kind of rode the coattails of the first one well i feel like they were trying to tell a bigger story that i think didn't get the cut like i didn't mind it like what you got was strictly ideology of we are still against we're still at war with the machines we want to try and save as many of the regular people we can but in order to do so, like we got to get ready for war. And then the yeah. coming back of Agent Smith, like I don't know, I thought that was kind of cool. Like I'm very interested to see where we're going. So my theory of where Matrix Resurrection is is that Neo didn't die. What happens is they just kind of put him back into the Matrix and went. Yeah, like, it's clearly what it's looking like. All of them are back yeah, in the Matrix, yeah. right? Yeah, but like we got a new Morpheus. Like, can I say I was gonna say Larry Fishburne looks damn good. That guy ages like he looks younger that's every not year. Him. That's I know, not him. Okay, <laughs> so we're clear. That's not him. So I don't know if it's like a guy like I don't know like like 
we brought back Morpheus, but we brought him back younger because go fuck yourself. I don't know. Yeah. Or Lawrence Fishman was just like, I don't know, guys. I'm a little too old to be doing the Matrix. Uh, like, I'm an old man now. I can't be doing these fight scenes. It could be. I don't no. know. I wasn't sure. It's yeah. hard in the world that we live in when you like haven't heard from an actor in a couple of years. You're not sure why. Well, it's not like he hasn't been like not in things. Like he's in the John Wick uh, sequels and all that stuff. Like he's pretty fucking awesome. You gotta see these John Wick movies. Like if you love the Matrix, the John Wick yeah. movies are unbelievable. I love Keanu yeah. Reeves. Let's be clear about that. Like yeah. most movies he's in, fucking great. I haven't even seen a bad one, and I even watched that like the lake house because i didn't understand what the premise was <laughs> yeah well, you have a time traveling mailbox what it's odd yeah yeah so i watch it and i'll tell you this right now i can't remember how it made sense like <laughs> i watched it once because i was curious because it was just like, a weird concept of a movie and then i watched it and then a bunch of friends of mine made fun of me because i said i watched it and then to this day, I, I still don't have the answer to you on how, like, you know, we got a portal in the mailbox and Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves are able to send love, love letters to one another. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It yeah. sounds like it could be a magical movie, though, if they found that right No, spot. but even then, like, I quote, like, The Replacements all the time. Like, that, like that's not just a good Keanu Reeves movie. It's a great football movie. And what, what, Footsteps Falco from Ohio State? He hasn't played in years. This is all around a great movie. An I, haven't, I haven't thought or seen that movie in a very long time. You should you should dive back into it. It holds up. I'm sure I've seen it once, but it's worth it's worth another watch. It's sports so movies you can always rewatch. They're always good through the yeah. ages, usually. Yeah, the, the like those movies are good, and like I love a good cast. I watched uh, I watched the movie recently that had the most amazing cast like perfectly cast a movie so the mm-hmm. movie was complete dog shit green lantern yeah i i like to watch this every couple of years just to like try to understand what happened <laughs> and it was just a poor story and that's what it was it came down to it's just a bad story yeah i ryan reynolds was a perfect hell jordan I thought like I thought it was great. Um, they had um, what's his name? The guy from Green Mile, uh, the buff dude, um, Michael. Michael Duncan. Michael Scott. Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Scott's the boss from uh, the, the Office. What? <laughs> <laughs> Those two remind me of each other. I can't ever pin what it is. Like I have a hard time. Like I'm like yeah, Green Mile, I automatically go Steve Carroll. I'm like, wait, no, 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 that wasn't him. Yeah. I always mix those two up. Sorry, that's <laughs> fine. So, um, like Michael Clark Duncan's playing Kilowog. Now, like I was always like a big Green Lantern fan. Like I watched like the DC movies and all that stuff because it's a character like I've never been able to find. Like I never like he was always in like the Justice League, and then they changed him for John Stewart, and then not the guy from the Daily Show, but the other Green Lantern, and like. Whenever you would get like those Green Lantern stories, they're awesome. Yeah. And I just thought so. Michael Clark Duncan playing Kilowog was like a perfect casting because he's a great, like big buff, like super alien, and so that voice acting was perfect. Um, Mark Strong as Sinestro was spot on. Like everything was really good for casting wise. Just the story 
was fucking dog shit. And then like somehow the main villain grew up with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. And you're just like, fucking what? Like you all grew up together. Like you don't need, this is unnecessary. Like you can just like, what's going on here? Like what's happening in the story? Like it was just a lot of that, like a lot of like tie-ins and all that. And I always forget that Taika Waititi was in it. Um, the director of uh, what we do in the shadows and um what we do in the shadows and uh, Thor Ragnarok and all that stuff. So I was really happy to just, like see a young version of him doing like an American accent. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. When it comes to green lantern, I don't have a whole lot to say. I remember I watched it, thought that it was a piece of garbage, put it down and never watched it again. Both of the greens, green Hornet and green lantern came around out around the same time, if I recall, and they were both steaming piles of poopy. And so I just watched them and then completely blacked them out of my memory, every single portion of them. Yeah, I get that. I was kind of hoping, like, now that I'm older, maybe I can find other things to appreciate it. And there's certain things to appreciate about it. Like, Ryan Reynolds is actually really good in it. Yeah. Blake Lively is pretty good in it. Taika Waititi is in it. He's not bad. Like, he's not, he's also not like, the main attraction and they got certain like parts of like the green lantern like origin story right which yeah is cool. but like not much else to say about that There's not yeah much. pretty much it's just rough it was rough rough time period for comic book movies in general because like fantastic fours had come out around then and ghost rider had come out within the region of that and they were in a bad patch of releasing movies that were just fucking terrible I think it was like a lot of those movies where they don't allow the comic book people to be involved in the writing process. Yeah. Which is like a problem. This is what Marvel does really well. Like it's Marvel Studios, it's a subsidiary of Disney, but it's Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige works for Marvel. And so they're bringing like their writers are people that are involved with the comic books and all that stuff or know the material well enough that they can put to screen like comic book to screen really well you know what i mean yeah for and sure they're also, and they're oh, also and trying they to that. tell like a much whole story which i think they were trying to hope for in this but yeah whatever i did it enjoy happens. i did enjoy that we got to see some green lanterns in the Zack snyder uh justice league yeah so Green Lantern is just such a rough, like, I don't know, DC sometimes hits it out of the park, like Superman, Batman, but like fucking Green Lantern. I don't know. It was never, never one for me that I paid any attention to. And I just watched that movie just cause, and it was, I'll probably never touch Green Lantern again. I've gone there. I didn't like it. Don't need it. Too many others. See, it's just like a fun, like, it's a fun character. And like, there's so many of them, like. There was rumor that HBO Max was going to get a Green Lantern buddy cop show. And I was super down for that. Like, I think like a Hal Jordan, John Stewart, just because that's what they are. Essentially, they're like space cops. Yeah, because there's like a a fleet of them. There's just like they're all different Green Lanterns. And like where you can go in these storylines is pretty fucking unbelievable. Hmm. Interesting, sir. Very interesting. Yeah. And then there's like a storyline that they did in the comic books where they did like um, Marvel DC crossovers. So there's like an Iron Lantern. So Iron Man becomes a Green Lantern. And it's fucking cool. And then like 
I'm not sure if you ever played like the Injustice games. No. So they're like they're just like a Mortal Kombat style, but just strictly DC characters, where they're telling like a much longer story. But if you play with Green okay. Lantern and you show up, then a whole bunch of other members of the Green Lantern Corps show up, and one of them's Iron Lantern, which is just it's just cool to see. Yeah, that makes sense. Little crossovers are always fun. That's for sure. Yeah, always enjoy those. Yeah. Did you? Um, we talked a little bit about the Matrix trailer, but did you watch the Picard trailer season two? Of course, I watched that. I am so excited to see what's coming our way. Like we like you... both talked about how we love the uh, um, episodes where they go back in time and shit, and this looks like a whole season where they go back in time to our time, which is great for production costs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the things that you because we saw that they brought back the board queen, like you saw that in the yeah. trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they're resurrecting the board queen? Because Picard doesn't know how to go back in time, but he knows for a fact that the Borg Queen does because they opened up a time hole in space to go back in time and first contact. So he's resurrecting her, just going like, all right, well, go do that again, please. We got to go save the world. Seemed like that. Yeah. The trailer kind of made it feel like that for sure. Seven knows too, you know, the connection there because obviously they have her going back in the past. We don't know this too. Like, obviously, Q is a part part of this in ways. And we saw like... I, I'm going to be upset if Q is the reason, like, the, like the trial's never over. So he goes like, yeah, like, and I like the line where Picard's like, I am too old for your bullshit. Like, yeah. Well, but- there's lots of like time fixing when it comes to Q, right? Like, do you remember the episode where he sent in Next Generation where he sent him back and was like, you know, what was your biggest regret? And he's like, well, I have this fucking thing in my, like a fake heart instead of my real heart. And he gives him a chance and it fucks his whole life. Like he's known for doing that. And now they're like trying to fix something in the timeline. So I'm like, well, he's got a portion to do with that for damn sure. Yeah. Um, It'd be interesting to see. Uh, I'm excited. That episode in particular, like that's one of my favorite episodes. Me too. Picard's such a badass. He gets stabbed in the heart and then laughs about it. Fuck yeah, Jean Luc, be a dick. I love it. But (laughs) yeah, he's a great character developing episode for him. Like you see every side of that character. They did a good job telling that story. Yeah. And then, like, but if he doesn't like be that asshole, he doesn't create leadership roles. And then he becomes like a, what, a glorified science officer or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And like, I like, we, we like to look at our lives sometimes, even us. That's what I like about time travel, like episodes about any show is that you look at yourself and, you know, we have regrets sometimes. We're like, man, if I could change that thing about my past or change this or change that, I don't look at things like that, but people do. And when you look at it, like you wouldn't be who you are talking now, unless like, I guess a lot of people hate themselves. They'd be totally fine with that. But (laughs) if you like where you're at in life, every single thing that's happened to you as a part of the story of how you got there in life and that's what that episode was about and it's just cool to think about the ripples in the pond you know one little thing happening in your life can affect the entire rest of your life you talked about that like why you get up in the morning excited because you're like fuck today might be the first day of the rest of my life where something fucking amazing happens like i like that thought you know what i mean yeah yeah there's um like i would go back like what moment would i change or anything like there's literally nothing I could like, there's nothing I like people that I have in my life now. And I like to go back in time and fix that. I just, yeah. 
or change exactly. a thing and then like I lose that like 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 I didn't graduate high school at like a normal school like I, I did it at a a weird hockey school's first time running and like the whole like education part of it wasn't the best and all, all this stuff and like but I would when I toy with the idea of like would I go back in time and like not do that and I go well yeah. no because then I don't meet Martin that's where I'm at Marty right and if I don't meet him then like our lives are completely fucking different. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, just yeah. the tiniest little change can fucking change your entire yeah. outlook. Even, like, the bad shit when you're like, man, like, I wish that hadn't happened. Or, like, you know, but it, it was all part of the story of who we are. Yeah, it's all character building, right? Yeah. Which we build that character to what end? We don't know. But yeah. it is us, and it's how we live our lives as humans. So Exactly. So it's all, like, it's just all that. Uh, so it's exciting to see, like, I don't know, like right now, like I keep telling you, like I'm on this like impasse of life because I don't know what's happening next in my like yeah. career. And I'm just, but once I get that figured out, man, like I'm not going to be fucking stopped. Like it's just, all right, let's figure it out. Let's go to the next thing. Like it's just, it, it's just taking a little bit of time to figure out. It's annoying, but it's not for sure. Yeah. But we're getting. <laughs> I always have aspirations on things like I want to do and things I want to change or things I want to improve on, mm -hmm. but I lack motivation sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. You know what I mean? Like you, you work a full-time job, you have life, family, friends, like podcasting. There's other things like that I still want to do and like accomplish in life, but yeah. it's funny how things take a back burner. So like, I don't regret anything, but I want to always continue to improve, if that makes sense. Yeah, you got to, you know, like looking at different avenues. If you want to make big changes in your life, you got to fucking want to do it. Oh, yeah, That's for sure. Like no one can make you do anything. It's got to be you that wants to do it. So like if you want to cut out like a certain habit, like you say you want to cut out smoking or whatever. Yeah, you have to want to do. Oh, it. yeah, 100 percent. And it's like at anything in life, you have to like take baby steps. You know, mm -hmm. I heard a thing like a years ago and it's funny because I don't like apply it to myself in ways, but I always think about it when I like someone's going through a hard time. It's like an addict thing that if you can't make it through a day, make it through an hour. If you can't make it through an hour, make it through a minute. Anyone can make it through one minute, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, even if it's just like something stupid, like you're waiting in line, you're pissed off, like take a deep breath and you're like, Hey, I can make it through this minute. <laughs> you know what you want to yeah. be like, fuck. But it's just a funny like thought in times of life where you're like, if you can, you just have to keep pushing to get to yeah. where you want to be. You know what I mean? And it's sometimes it can be tough because you're like, fuck sakes. Uh, but no, no, exactly. It's uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta keep you gotta like keep things to meet keep you motivated, and it's all about surrounding yourself with like the right kind of people as well. Of just for sure, like you kind of put some things out there, and then like when you do it you kind of they have the people that hold you accountable like you said you want to do this like what's going on with that like you okay, say I hate like, those people sometimes but you need them <laughs> you fucking need them that's I know. how you know oh yeah because like the, if they're holding you accountable that means like you got yeah. good people in your life almost everyone i know doesn't let me get away with the shit that i try to pull so that's good <laughs> everyone's like shut up shut up no i'm just joking no, it makes sense. Like, like, yeah, it's funny how it, that shit works. No. Um, so, as I said before in the podcast, our cousin Allison came in. I hadn't seen her since, I don't know, 
I, maybe I had drinks with her after, but like we were talking about when you and I saw on our way to um, Jay and Sam Bob get old. We went to the yeah. last mess, Bob, which I still like talk about to this day. Like that was a great fucking bar in Calgary. If you're yeah, that was a good spot. Yeah, if you're ever in Calgary, just go there. That I'm talking like the listeners, last best pub. It is literally the last best pub. Like it's fucking awesome there. And then yeah, so we shot this shit. Like I, we were gonna record the podcast yesterday, but. Like I, I slept in and then next thing I know, like I'm meeting her at three 30. So I get my ass in gear, go see her. So like, okay, we'll probably have like drinks for like an hour. We ended up hanging out for hours. It was fucking awesome. Just shooting the shit. My mom ended up showing up. My buddy Marty Sweet. ended up showing up and it was like, it became like a nice little like get together. It was nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And she's going like, you know, like most people, like she was supposed to get married this year, but her wedding got postponed. She just yeah. like built a brand new house. She has a, uh, she got her second Cobb's Bakery franchise and all that. Wow, so, I didn't know. That's cool. Yeah, so it's fucking cool to see. Like, and and she seems to be doing well. And then her fiance is like, well, we only met him the one time, but he seems like yeah. a good guy. Their family's doing well. Like, it's all Sweet. you can ask for. It was like a nice time. It was a nice little visit. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it when you get to have those visits with people when they come into town and they call you up or you know you meet up with them and it's like that that catch up time, right? It was wicked, like a good time when you and me went down there to and met her ultimately for me, right? I don't yeah. know if you knew her before that, but I was that was pretty much when me and her met. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and then we were like talking about like old times of just like like because she grew up like around the corner until she moved to Calgary. Right. Around the corner from us. And so we went to the same elementary school. Granted, so there's like a five year age gap between us. Yeah. So like I was in kindergarten. She's in grade five or grade six. Like, it's not like we cross paths, right? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but um, no, but it was nice. And we went to like the same like public pool and like, like, like different, like we had different, like we had similar paths. And then we just yeah. talked about like fam, fam, family traits of just like how every sides man apparently can just talk to fucking anybody and just talk their ear off and like <laughs> go out and just find them. Like, yeah, no, like, yeah that's funny we all have it and it's, it was just like it was just interesting it was just a fun time for sure it's funny like josh brought this up to me because i hadn't talked to him in a while and he was like i kind of feel like i have still been talking to you just because i listen to the podcast and i kind of keep up with like what you guys are doing in life <clears throat> yeah. so it's kind of funny like through the podcast people probably follow us too and are as well on the journey of getting to know us in a different way you know what i mean oh, yeah. through our conversations which is kind of funny to think about like you don't always when you and me are just sitting here recording the podcast we're not like always thinking about what that other people are listening but it's cool that they are listening they are following along to what the fuck we got going on i i like it, it gives people weird insight to me like it's the uh like like when I had the whole thing with like the Ottawa girl when like we were going like we were gonna go out a few times and all that. Yeah. But she listened to like that one episode where I talked to her on, and then she like she heard like all this like so she's getting like insights about me that like I'm not telling, but she's hearing like from me from like a third party listening thing. So like she's like going in with like a new advantage of just like yeah, like I feel like I know you already kind of thing. It was like, no, it's, it's funny in that sense. Yeah. So you, Which uh, is cool, though, too, like for people, right? Because, you know, that's why we're, we, we're putting ourselves out there, obviously, by doing this. And yeah. we're not shy about doing that because we are who we are and pretty fucking funny. Yeah. We have our moments. You know, you, you have a way with words and you can really turn a phrase around. I like 
to think of us as sit down comedians because we don't stand up when we do it we sit oh. down and like talk to shit and make jokes it's a new kind of term like if i'm going up on stage to like do a comedy show if i've written some material and shit i'm gonna sit down and that's gonna be part of the routine like i'm tired of all these fucking stand-up comedians walking around like look at me I shouldn't be walking around like that. I need to sit down. I'm a sit down comedian. I'm not a stand up comedian. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Haven't worked out the bit yet, but well, the, we're definitely sit down comedians. Yeah, just play around with your bits here on the podcast and I'll let you know how it works. Like that one. Yeah, that you're one, like that, that one needs some work, but hey, you'll get <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I said it. It's just a beginning thought. Don't worry. Exactly. I'll get it there one day. Yeah. <laughs> Tighten that one up a bit. <laughs> yeah, working on it. <laughs> no, it is there's something good. there though. There's got to be something there. There is something oh. there. I'm telling. Well, like, there, like I'll even do it like with other people before the podcast. Like, I'll run subjects around when I was working for my buddy Addy. Like, I'll just bring up certain subjects to him and see how he reacts to it. And then I will bring like if he laughs or like like engage yeah. somehow. I'll then bring it to the podcast that week. And then talk to you about it and then make it for everybody. Like, it's just like those, like, like that. So if it works here, then I'll bring it over here. And then, all right, here we go. Like, this is me talking about it. And like, I got anything. Like, do you ever like play community soccer? No. So when I was a kid, I did. And I think they were really lazy one year. And this is the most racist thing I can think of about playing soccer. Because our team names were named after different pastas. Right. So I'm four years old playing for a team called the Rigatonis. <laughs> and we were playing against like the Linguinis and the Raviolis. Like, I don't know who's in charge of picking the names of fucking people that year. But like, yeah, hey, no, pasta. They're four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're different. Like I was four years old. I couldn't even say Rigatoni. I'm pretty sure I called them Hagahoni for like the whole year. <laughs> I couldn't pronounce it. And it was just like the laziest person. Like, I'm going to name them after passes. Why? Because Italians fucking love soccer. <laughs> that's pretty funny i do like i would have a problem if my kid got put on uh fettuccine alfredo because i'd be <laughs> like i don't i don't like that shit and i'd hate to have to cheer for just fettuccine the alfredo so they would, that? it was just the noodles so it would just be the oh, fettuccine. Okay. yeah but i wouldn't be i wouldn't want to cheer for the fettuccine no. i'm more of like a spaghetti rigatoni like i could see cheering for them but yeah. i could like it'd be hard for me to cheer for fettuccine yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's just I just found it like the dumbest like and, and like there's like a like a team picture of us and it says in big bold letters like the rigatonis. I'm like this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. And like years later, like they would change it to like popular cartoons. So I played for like the gargoyles and we would play against the teenage mutant ninja turtles and like, weird. That made it more fun for the kids, but like yeah, still odd. I want to meet the guy that went. We're gonna name them all after passes this year. <laughs> that's funny yeah it'd be funny for you to like find out that it was your dad who did that was like let's just fucking name them after noodles i wouldn't put it past him but i know for a fact that he wasn't the guy (laughs) fair enough (laughs) somebody somewhere laughed their ass off about that i'm sure oh for sure and i guarantee you with some other italian person going like no 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 this is the right move (laughs) kids are gonna love it know what kids love Various different noodles and Italian dishes. I'm gonna name them after that this year. That's funny. Yeah. Funny stuff, sir. 
Yeah. But yeah, let's get back into like Picard a little bit. Uh, Cause I'm so excited to see where this goes. I'm hoping that you think that we're going to see like a Picard and um, what's that new Star Trek? The one with Spock and strange, uh, strange new worlds. Yeah. Do you think they're going to like, cause with time travel, you can put anyone in the show now. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not too sure how it's going to work. What would be interesting? Like I could see them tying in Georgiou because she just kind of fuck got sent off to a different timeline and they didn't say anything about it. So I could see doing a run in with Georgiou, but I don't think they're in a rush to do like, I think they're more interested in doing like pull back instead of pull forward characters. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? Like they're not looking to tie into discovery and strange new worlds and all the new shows coming out. They've been more heavy on going to the old shows, but you yeah. never know. Like, like Georgiou is a perfect one. You can insert her in any different timeline storyline and she'll be there, you know? You think they'll insert Cisco or? Will? I don't think so. No. Like, given, well, for me, like Avery Brooks, the actor who played Cisco, I know that he's like fucking retired from acting and he's a tenured professor at a like prestigious university in the States and shit. So he's not oh, like really? dying to come back and be uh, like that actor again. Yeah. What's he teaching? So, Do you know? I'm guessing like fine sciences and arts and shit like that you know acting um, he's like a activist in ways he's a musician so i don't really know what avenue he teaches but good for him i didn't see that coming to be honest yeah interesting feller like he's a smart guy right like american history x he was in a movie and had like shit to do with um like social changes in the u.s and like policies and like he educates about that kind of thing too you know what i mean about the history and the future the direction and he's like super cultured almost too cultured where you like they they did a documentary called the captains and they followed like uh chris pine is that right chris pine who played kirk in the new movies christopher pine is that right Chris Pine. yeah he uh interviewed each of the former five captains and they were like it was funny what's that sorry that's awesome i actually haven't seen that yet no, it's pretty funny. You should see like uh, William Shatner fucking joshing the shit out of him because he's playing Kirk now. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, like has all kinds. Of, it was funny. But in the scene with Cisco and Avery Brooks, rather, he's very like out there. Mm-hmm. Like he plays the piano and sings a little song. And you're like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I saw a great edit for that where some guy on YouTube fucking edited it. So he looked like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> he was like, eh, like playing the piano and shit. And so I thought it was fucking brilliant. And I looked at the comments and people were so fucking angry. They were like, you're going to get fucking lawsuit for cutting this. Like just because they didn't make their captain like i don't take shit that seriously i can always make fun of everything but yeah. it was just really a greatly put together clip because he's kind of fucking out there but nice yeah i, yeah, I don't think it's a thing i should check out um like again i keep on threatening that i'm gonna watch ds9 but i don't know maybe i will maybe i won't i don't know i like i know i should but so yeah. much stuff to watch yeah it never hurts to save shit either like i do that because i'm like I'll get to it. You know what I mean? And there's certain things like it's not going to fucking hurt your life. If you don't watch it right away, you can wait 10 more years. And if I could go back and have certain things saved that I had already watched, I'd be okay to watch it again for the first time. If you know what I mean? No, for sure. Like I did that with Dr. Who, like I finally like banged that out like this past year. Um, 
Voyager took me forever to get to. Yeah. Um, like there's a, like a whole bunch of stuff that like I would be so into. Like right now, I, I started watching um, a show called Wellington Paranormal. Do you ever watch the movie What We Do in the Shadows or see the series What We Do in the Shadows? No. In the movie, it's um. So the movie What We Do in the Shadows is like a mockumentary on what it's like to be a vampire in modern day New Zealand. Okay. And then at one point, two cops come in and they see that they're vampires, but because vampires can glamour people, they just kind of get away with things. And right. like it's just a really funny scene. But then they did a spin-off of that where those two cops are now dealing with all like New Zealand's paranormal activities. So they're like Mulder and Scully, but it's like a it's a it's really funny. It's on uh Crave if you want to try it. Like every season's like six episodes, but they're just really funny and it's just like a monster of the week kind of story there's no linear story right it's just congratulations Episodic. yeah it's just an episode to episode kind of thing and it's just so funny because it's so dry too like you know how like english humor is just very dry but it's comedic yeah it's the same thing of it like in new zealand humor it's just it's so dry they're not winking at it they're just like they're performing it seriously but you're seeing these like dumb things happen and you're just like this is so fucking funny i really sounds recommend different definitely sounds different i like different types of comedy even if you don't fully appreciate it it still gives you a broader spectrum yeah new like perspective and stuff definitely and i'm all about learning new perspectives yes sir yes sir um yeah so that's been pretty good like watching lower decks again has been amazing the latest yeah. episode was good. So uh, fun. You gotta love it. I, I want a, like a face-off between William and uh, Bre- the two Bremlers. Am I saying the name right? Boy- Boilers. What? Boimler. Is there an M? I feel like there's an M in there. I think it's a silent M. We already went over silent letters. Let's not get too okay. Anyway, about that, but but yeah. like I want to see a face-off between Boimler. like the the two Boimlers. Um, the one on Titan and then the one uh what's the name of their ship? Um the Cerritos. The Cerritos, yeah. Like I think that's gonna where this show's gonna go, but I just love <laughs> this concept of just having side characters be the main characters is just so good to me. Like yeah, it's fun. Watching someone go up the ranks of Starfleet is perfect. I agree. It's like I love that the Orville kind of gave us a perspective of like just human beings being in space instead of like evolved human beings being in space. Yeah. And this is kind of like that because they're not like command level people. They're just fucking regular humans that might not become command level people, which is fun to see. Cause we got to be out there too. Not yeah. everyone's going to take their job super fucking seriously, which is nice. Yeah. No, it's uh it's pretty good. Uh, so I'm enjoying watching that. Um, one thing that bothers me is and I feel this way about all Star Trek is that the uniforms are just different on every ship. And I don't understand this. Can you give me some insight to this on how and why this is acceptable? Well, I think that it changes throughout time and it changes for reason. I'm guessing if I can put it to put the pieces together as a fan, having watched yeah. like in Voyager, they had already like, okay, we'll start with uh, next generation. So next generation had their uniform, it kind of evolved 
into the Voyager uniform where they like changed into that uniform all of a sudden. And then if you look at, I think it was Star Trek, what first contact they had the Voyager uniforms on them. So everyone was wearing the same uniform at that time. None and then, first contact and first contact, they got the badass ones, like the dark shoulders. And then you had the turtleneck of, what? okay, sorry. I'm thinking generations then yeah. the movie Star Trek generations with uh, William Shatner. So, okay. So they had the same as Voyager, but then the dominion war began, which then brought in the gray uniform at the top. Okay. And so the dominion war was the last thing we saw in deep space nine. Whereas the Cerritos takes place after the Dominion War, so they already have the new uniforms that we're seeing in the Cerritos. Yeah, but if you look at the people on Titan, they're wearing a different uniform. I think that they explain that kind of a way a little bit because the Titan is like a like different type of ship. It is a like galactic ship of sorts whereas the cerritos is like just a lowbrow i don't know i got i don't have an answer you're right i don't fucking get it okay i just uh, there is a system though but i just don't know that i fully understand it yeah because that was always my big thing is like like at one point in star trek next generation they go back and forth between the voyager uniforms like at one point yeah the later seasons like you'll see like Riker wearing like two different uniforms you're just like fucking pick one it could be the class of ship like that would make sense based on what we're seeing with the Cerritos because they have one and they're a different class, whereas the Titan has another and it's a different class. Yeah. And then the Enterprise has a different one than Deep Space Nine or fucking Voyager because they're a like, galaxy class starship. I don't fucking know. It could be like production costs. They couldn't get the material like we don't. I don't fucking know, man. But okay. Or it's like sports teams where they're like. Oh, every year we need to make a new uniform because even in you discovery, know, like the uniforms are different. So like I I like like discovery makes sense though, because they're in the future and in the past. Yeah, but so but not for the first two seasons. They're 10 years prior to the original series. Yeah. So but they had a different uniform, and then uh Pike comes around with his number one and Spock. And they got the newer uniforms for that. Yeah, like the new issue uniform for a new ship, yeah. which is also so, a command ship, not a science ship. Okay. So this is like, this is where I get confused. Like, so are you getting uniforms based on the ship you're uh, assigned to? Or are you getting, or is it just Starfleet across the board? Because like all the times that I see everyone going to Starfleet Academy, everyone's wearing the same thing. My answer to your question is yes. Okay. Because that's all I have to give you. Okay. <laughs> it's so confusing. And I just like, like, if you're going to have uniforms, be fucking uniform then. Like, it was not just yeah. like. It's kind of like a word that goes with the suit is like uniform suggests that everyone is uniformed. You know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have all the answers for this one. Usually I do. I have theories. I gave you my theories but I can't necessarily put it to paper as a final answer. Yeah. Like, like Voyager made sense. Cause you can only replicate so much. Like they didn't like, they had to like tweak their machine and all that stuff. So replicating became an issue. That's why they brought in what's his name as a chef. Um, Neelix. Yeah. And then like going from there. So like that, so I can get like, okay, there's only a finite amount of uniforms. Sorry, well, we're just and Voyager to... also wasn't like they were separated from the Federation, so they wouldn't have had the upgrade of uniforms for the Dominion War. Exactly. And I'm guessing, like, see, my thoughts are when they're just a science ship, like wearing the Voyager ones, that's not like Kevlar stitched. 
You know what I mean? Whereas you're going to war, that fucking, what their uniform, I'm just, this is not canon in any way, but I'm just saying there ought to be like a better fucking material like that shit can't get stabbed maybe, or I don't know. Really good against phasers. Could be. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to think outside the box here. Yeah. It's funny, you always bring the podcast back to Star Trek. No matter how I fucking try to talk about other things, it's always like, Thomas, let's talk about Star Trek. We gotta talk like, about Star I, Trek. Because there's certain things, like, I'm so confused. I'm just pushing this. that off of me, because I'm realizing that I'm loving it. I'm like, yeah. this is the best. We're talking about Star Trek. <laughs> no. There's a lot of stuff that I'm just so confused on, and then it's not yeah. like, I'm not going to do extra research on a show. I will ask no. you. And I don't, did. like, have all the answers of this shit either, because I do just, like, you know, watch it like anybody else and just enjoy it. But yeah. you always theorize about these things a little bit. Yeah. So that, that's it. Because even in the cartoon, like they have like a newer like uniform. Post Dominion War uniform. But, but it isn't like it has this like white squiggle. Like it's not even like a Dominion. Oh, you're talking about when they go to that party. No, no, not the white uniform. Like, okay. I, I, I know I've like I've seen that uniform before. They had yeah. it in PNG. They've, they've had yeah. that uniform before but they have like their normal on the ship uniform is just like it looks like a normal starfleet uniform with the black patches and then the jersey but then there's a white squiggle going down yeah it's because it's post dominion war i feel like you're just saying that though but it like lends to the story in that sense because it takes place after that it seems like every era there's a like leading up to the klingon war there was the blue uniform in Discovery. Post Klingon War, you see Pike's uniforms coming out. And Discovery had already disconnected that that time from Starfleet. So there's no saying that Starfleet, the rest of Starfleet, hadn't already adopted the new uniforms. There's like possible merit to this theory, is all I'm saying. Yeah. We can all agree that the the worst uniform are like the red ones from the other Star Trek movies, right? Are you fucking me right now? I, I think those are the worst ones. Really? I like those. I could see like wearing that as a wedding suit. They're like a nice formal dress suit. Yeah. We made yeah. this argument to our wives and they had no uh, no part in it, but yeah, I would fucking get, I would get married in that uniform. It's fucking yeah. sexy. You know, I'm not a fan of it. Like, and then what is it? The one where Kelsey Grammer shows up at the tail end. Yeah. What a waste of his fucking time. <laughs> Like the whole time his ship's there, and then like they're trying to like save him, or I can't remember. He's in like a time flux or something. Yeah, something like that. And there's Kelsey Grammer for like five minutes. At the t- thanks for saving us. What yeah, year? Is that, that episode pissed me off just because you're like the story of them being because I think it was the Enterprise B wasn't supposed to be destroyed or was supposed to be destroyed. Maybe I'm thinking of a different. No, I'm thinking of a different one. Anyways. Like, tell us that, show us that story of bringing Frasier into the fucking 24th century. Yeah. Right? Like, you're just like, okay, yeah, you're here now. Okay, next episode. And you're like, whoa, I want to see Frasier be like, dude, like, a lot's changed in 130 years. Like, you know, I, I like those episodes where they walk them through that. Especially that or, like, that probably was, like, a spinoff show that just didn't make it off the ground at all. Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah, Frasier fucking, uh, I like Kelsey Grammer. He's a good actor. and Yeah interesting guy too like his dad was murdered and his sister was murdered like just crazy shit happened to him and throughout his career i had no i had no idea about this that's yeah it's an interesting little read i read a, a thing about him and i was like jesus like his sister got like if i recall she was like murdered 
like yeah. legit murdered and his dad got killed in like a, a drug deal gone wrong or something when he was a kid and it was like oh fuck he's got a story fucking ain't good i didn't know all this stuff but here we are we're learning about the kells out here on two sides of the story yeah yeah <laughs> man i don't give a shit what anyone says fraser's a fucking hilarious ass show no, i love and Frasier. there's a dog in it and the dog's great too like i still watch that show and just like the family interactions of like the brothers and the fucking dad living with him. It's it's a fucking great show. Well, Frazier is a fantastic show. I used to yeah. like Kevin Smith briefly had a podcast. It was a rewatch about Frazier. Uh, really? Yeah, it was uh, talk salad and scrambled eggs is what it was called. That's funny. Yeah, it was a good and it was fun. And they would bring on like Perry Gilpin came on one time and sweet. Um, uh, and they never got Kelsey Grammer, but they got uh, the the big director who like he was he was a big deal in the four camera era of sitcom television. Like he was uh, directed uh, the best episodes of Frasier. He, like he's the most Emmy nominated uh, director. I'm gonna see if I can find his name real quick because um, because he was involved in like Friends, Cheers. Uh, modern family uh like there's a lot so like like a fuck ton of them yeah yeah that's cool yeah i like um you know you find certain writing in certain sitcoms that will last the ages there's certain sitcoms that have come and gone where you're like that's a steaming pile of shit now you know you can't rewatch it but fraser is still super rewatchable it's right up there with friends seinfeld those yeah. are rewatchable, great ass shows. I think it was Ken Levine, but I could be wrong. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Is it possibly Ken Levine? I've, I've read, I've read it both ways. Okay, just checking. No, just in case. Yeah. Fucking English. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a great show, Frasier, and like it's something if you want to get into a talk salad and scrambled eggs. I don't want to put people on other podcasts that are on our own. But fuck, that's a, it's a it was a fun lesson. Yeah, I might have to give that a check out. Yeah. Um, so we talked about it like last week. I just wanted to touch on this a little bit again because you mentioned John sent us an email and last week we had Mark ask us a question. Keep fucking sending the emails, people, because we like the questions. If you guys want to know anything or if we've talked about anything you want to comment on, we'll read it on the air. Two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Yeah, that's the number two side to the story pod at gmail.com yeah uh, please do that yeah i already read john's email so i find it hilarious that he like i just invited myself to boston and i'm gonna <laughs> hang out with uncle john you know It'll be a whole <laughs> no it's fun you'll have a good time if you do make that trip that's for sure yeah i'll have to like figure it out because i have a little bit of traveling in my future now i I go back to Vancouver this week, so it's crazy times, brother. Once I get it f- figured out, and I know you can fly to the states now, and I don't think you need to quarantine. And I'm already double vaxxed, so we'll get that all figured out. Oh, show, yeah, yeah, future things to talk about. Yeah, exactly. I think that would make for a fun podcast. It's just like, so I was at Uncle John's for the weekend. And holy shit, what a time. <laughs> That'd be a good story for sure. Yeah. Well, what do you figure, Thomas? I think that wraps up this episode. Yeah, man. Um, if did you not want to do the thing you wanted to talk about? 
which thing was that? The 9-11 stuff. Oh, fuck. I don't care. Yeah, we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. I was We were talking before the podcast about this, and Thomas was like, I don't want to fucking talk. Everyone talks about 9-11. I don't yeah. want to talk about 9-11. All I wanted to tell you was that I thought we could discuss our fucking stories about where we were during 9-11, but you're like, everyone fucking does that. I was nine years old. I wanted to tell you my stories. Let me quick. I'll quickly tell you the story. Yeah. Thanks for bringing this up because I completely fucking forgot. Yeah. I skipped school that day. I was fucking at home sleeping. It was like I was up all fucking night watching TV. I slept in. I didn't even like call in school or anything to say I wasn't going to be there. Like I used to fake that call. I just said, fuck it. I'm not going to school today. So I'm sleeping. I wake up. It's like one in the afternoon. I'm like, wake up my bed. I like open up my bedroom door. I'm like, what the fuck? The TV's on. Oh, fuck. My dad's home. Like, how the fuck am I going to sell? Oh, man, I'm so fucking busted right now. I, I had no choice. I had to go downstairs. So I started walking downstairs. I'm like, hey, hey, dad. He's like, hey, school sent you home because of what happened. And I'm like, yeah, like, fuck me, right? I didn't say fuck me, obviously. Yeah, but... Swears good. but I turned the corner. I look at the TV and it's like America under attack. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I had to, like, catch up because... I had just like, yeah, I know exactly what's happening. And then, you know, you don't really know. And then you turn the corner and you're like, what the fuck? So it was like kind of a funny wake up for me because I was like, you know, skipping school and shit and being a little shithead. But <laughs> yeah, that's all I wanted. Um, I wanted to tell you about that because it was kind of yeah. funny. It's like my big issue of like, I don't know. We're not news. Like, I don't know. I'm, I was 12 when it happened. You're not going to get anything insightful from me about that tragedy. Like, it sucks. I can't believe it. Still can't believe it happened, but yeah, no, like I was just in school and a buddy of mine went home for lunch, saw the news and came back and told us. And then like the next day we talked about it a lot. That's funny. It's funny. Like the way schools deal with things when they're happening in the news. Like I remember when uh, the OJ Simpson trial was happening, I was in grade six and they announced on the school intercom the verdict of the trial. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you like? would that happen nowadays if a fucking football player brutally murdered his fucking wife i mean allegedly, allegedly. brutally murdered allegedly. yeah i said allegedly allegedly brutally fucking murdered his wife yeah. um would they be like talking to us about that in elementary i don't know yeah but they announced it over the intercom when i was a kid just a thing right yeah no i uh i don't know it's weird like i think like my school upbringing was always like if there was team canada playing a hockey game during the day like it was like sorry it's a tuesday afternoon game this is how the tournament's working like it's a tuesday afternoon game yeah we would get a tv in the classroom and like class wouldn't happen that day because we were watching hockey that's funny yeah but like tragedies like that no i don't like i think i was too young i was too young for it to be like a big deal so like Quebec education system is a little bit different from you. So, like, kindergarten to grade six, that's elementary school. Seven to 11, that's high school. It's just weird. Like, all I wanted to say about 9-11, too, was, like, just watching that unfold as a kid. Like, you see all kinds of crazy shit in movies, but that was one of the first, like, where you're like, holy fuck, that's real life. You know what I mean? And it was just fucked up at the time. And, like, since then, like, I have guys who start working for me now, and they're, like, early 20s. And I'll like say something like, dude, I wasn't even alive when that fucking happened or like late teens or whatever, or I was two years old when that fucking happened. I don't, and it's just like, oh yeah, shit. Like I was already like 15, 16 years old when that shit happened. Right. So it was like, holy fuck. Like 
but yeah, I totally get it. It's overplayed. I, like I said to you, like, I understand like the first many years where you talk about it, but now it's like the big ones where it's like 20 years. Okay. If at 21 years, they're like, it's been 21 years since September. Like then I'll be like, yeah, I get it. But I don't know anybody that was like there or on one of the planes or again, like, I don't know that. And then I do find certain people like, pretend to have a story like there's nothing worse yeah. like, you know what i was gonna book a flight for that day but you know what something inside me said i just shouldn't do it <laughs> no you're lying you're lying to me to, to make something about yourself somehow that's humans yeah. that like to be part of that yeah. although there is real like some real stories i knew a guy who was going to be going to stay on an aircraft carrier in San Francisco like that weekend or the weekend after or something. And his whole fucking plans got canceled because of it. Yeah. And which is like a piss off. You're like, I get to go like stay on a fucking aircraft carrier. This is going to be badass. Like it was through scouts or something like that. Yeah. And then of course they got fucked over. So he still bitches about that, but yeah, it was Kieran. <laughs> it's Karen. <laughs> yeah. Still bitches about it. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. But. No, but like there's like, it's just like the kind of person that like, I don't know, get stitches and then like they'll talk to you and be like, the doctor said if it was just like seven inches to the right or to the left <laughs> and like six inches deep, it could have killed I could have died, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I get that. Just got, like That's a scratch. No, oh, but the doctor said it could have been way worse. Everything could have been way like I don't know. Like I yeah. It's a I little agree. bit pumping the tires of something that shouldn't be uh pumping them but like we'll see what happens there. It's funny, like you're gonna you're gonna move to eastern Canada ideally where like pumping the story full of air is a talent and an art form to some communities yeah it's kind of funny in that well, in that sense just thinking like about the big picture and you say that like i can't am i like you're gonna have to get used but to that see, there i don't mind it like there i really don't <laughs> like mind it it's just like but if i'm watching tsn which is all about sports and they're like well we're bringing on tom brady to give his thoughts on new 9 <laughs> give a shit about this this is like yeah like, that's like, not what I want to hear from Tom Brady right now. This is like, and it's also 20 years after the fact, like, I, like I, it sucks. And I'm sorry that the tragedy happened, but like, like we're not going to like, I don't want to turn on much music and be like, so we got Drake on the horn and he's going to give us his two cents on 9-11. No, that's not what I want to hear from him. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's kind of like, like, I know what you mean. It's like when you watch a really funny comedy show yeah. and then the writers of the show are like, let's kill their mother or let's kill their father and make everyone fucking cry. Yeah. And you're like, dude, that's not why I turn this shit on. Why the fuck are you making me like, I understand that side of things too, for sure. Yeah, It's just, it's not why I watch TSN. I watch TSN to talk sports. I was telling you before, like when you were telling me you wanted to talk about it on the podcast, I was like, I was listening to uh, Montreal AM radio for sports for the ha- Habs talk lunch. And we got Knuckles Nyland talking about his take on 9-11. It's like, this is not what I want to hear Knuckles talk about. Yeah, I want to get overplayed. Twenty years is a big anniversary, though. That's why I was like, I just it it was recent. I was like, yeah, it's kind of a funny fucking story how Sean found out about it. So I was like, let's talk and then talk. If you bring it up next year, though, I'm gonna give you a fucking talking to. (laughs) I'm gonna have to book that in my calendar. (laughs) I'll like play a somber fucking song on my tin flute for you. Yeah, there you go. That's what we need. Um, but I I feel like that wraps up this week's episode. (laughs) Yes, sir. we're recording this on the Sunday. You're going to be released on the Monday. So here's hoping that the Bears win week one. So go Bears, go. <laughs> uh, go Bears, go. Uh, and if they don't, well, they'll always get the next next one. So go Bears, go. Uh, <laughs> that, 
for the two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides. This has been one side of the story. I'm Sean Sides. This has been another side of the story. Live long and prosper, everybody. Go Bears, go. Two sides of the story. Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.